You are Locked On Horn Frogs. Your daily podcast on the TCU Horn Frogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome into Locked On Horn Frogs, your daily TCU podcast. I'm Stephen Simcox. Today's episode is presented by Rock Auto. Rock Auto. Uh, amazing selection, reliably low prices. Reliably low prices. I always struggle to say that for some reason. All the parts your car will ever need, go to rockauto.com. Tell them Locked On sent you. Uh, it is Thursday, April 1st. Happy April Fool's Day to all to observe. Uh, I'm not a big prank guy, but if that's your thing, congratulations. It's your day, and I hope it's a good one. And thanks for tuning in today. I wanted to start with uh, actually a high school football note that I think is going to help the TCU Horn Frogs with an issue that we've been discussing the past few weeks. Then in segment two, I'm going to run down some Big 12 news and notes. Um, I used to do that during football season, and I've kind of gotten away from it, but I want to just kind of update some things around the conference in football and basketball. But let's start with some news that came down on Wednesday morning. And Chad Morris uh, took the job at Allen. Chad Morris, who was head coach at SMU, head coach at Arkansas, uh, was the offensive coordinator at Auburn this past year. Gus Malzahn got fired, and he was let go with the rest of that staff. And we all know for Chad, I mean, it was uh, a disaster at Arkansas. They really, really struggled. Did a good job at SMU. I mean, started to build that thing back up, and Sonny Dykes has continued to run with it. But he's uh, he's going back to high school, and he's going to Allen High School, and he's going to be the head coach there. And if you know anything about Texas high school football, which I'm sure a lot of you do, Allen is the biggest school in the state. Um, that town absolutely refuses to have more than one high school. That's a, It's a big city in the Metroplex, and they have decided we're going to have one school, and we're going to reap the benefits of that. And that's meant multiple state championships. Uh, Kyler Murray was there. He had an outstanding career there in the state title mix every single year. So it's uh, probably the best high school job in the state, which means it's the best high school job in the country because high school football in Texas is insane. The facilities are amazing. They have a great stadium, et cetera. So good for him. Um, And I think he's going to do a great job there. But what does this mean for TCU? Well, I think it's good in a couple ways. One... And this is an issue that kind of got brought up when the news came down. Uh, Chandler Morris has not been released by Oklahoma. And we think that by the time the season rolls around, this is going to work out one way or the other. Either Lincoln Riley will go ahead and say, okay, you can be eligible. Or I think the NCAA will uh, take care of this by voting on a one-time transfer rule that would allow uh, players in sports to transfer one time without penalty. They could keep their eligibility. And then if they tried to transfer again, they would have to sit out for a season. But having uh, Chad Morris at Allen is a a really good negotiating tactic on the Chandler Morris side because Lincoln Riley is going to have to make some recruiting trips out to Allen. Um, he's going to do that every year. There's always players there, and some of the best players in the state are there. Oklahoma recruits Texas heavily, and, you know, I mean, hey, maybe uh, without saying it or saying it explicitly, 
if if that relationship's going to be strong and good, maybe Lincoln Riley should consider letting his son go and stop being petty about this and uh, allowing him to be eligible. And I, I saw some Oklahoma fans, because this got brought up on Twitter on Wednesday, this possibility, could, you know, could Chad hold this against Lincoln and does Lincoln need to do this right now? And I saw some Oklahoma fans saying, well, if anybody understands, you know, how this works or why he's standing firm on this, it should be Chad Morris because he's a longtime football coach. It may be Chad. I mean, maybe Chad does understand it. And maybe he says, it's not personal. I get it. There's no hard feelings here. But I just think it's different. Even Chad Morris, who has been a coach for a long time, it might have similar feelings to Lincoln Riley on this issue, that if you transfer within the conference, you should have to sit a year. Uh, this is his son. So this is personal. So I, I think there's a good chance that this might help um, get Chandler Morris to a place where he could be eligible because Lincoln Riley needs to keep that relationship strong. And he's going to get kids from Allen. He's going to want to get kids from Allen. Everybody will. So this could be a good thing from TCU in that regard. And then the other obvious thing is just recruiting. I mean, Allen is, as I said earlier, a powerhouse in the Metroplex. Um, they're kind of the standard when it comes to high school football in the DFW area. So having a good relationship with the Morris family is a, uh, is a good thing. I mean, that's something that you can build on and potentially get some inroads with. You know, SMU is doing a really good job recruiting Dallas right now, and a big part of that is they went and hired Rashad Samples, um, who was the son of Reginald Samples, the head coach at Duncanville. And Duncanville has been an absolute machine the past few years. They've been churning out college players and making the state championship game almost every season. And that's been a, a big reason why you're seeing SMU start to do a much better job in recruiting. So maybe something similar could happen here with TCU with that relationship, could they potentially start to get more of a foothold at Allen, a place where uh, there's Division One prospects every single season. So we'll be an interesting situation to monitor. Again, I think it's a, a great thing for Chad Morris. And just to tell you how big high school football is, I mean, that's a former Power 5 coach. That's someone that's been a head coach at the college level. And when I saw he got that job, my first thought was, oh, that's good for him. Like, that's a good fit for him. That's going to be a good situation for him. I didn't really see it as a as a step down. It is, to a certain extent, but it's also, you know, you're still coaching football. You're still coaching football at a high level. And you're at one of the best schools in the state. So, um, good for Chad Morris. I think there's some potential with the Chandler Morris situation here. And I also just think this could be good for uh, recruiting moving forward for TCU. And, and what they could do uh, with with that relationship. So all that is uh, good news, and, um, you know, we'll continue to monitor that situation. But, yeah, Chad Morris and Allen, could that mean some good things for the TCU Horned Frogs? I want to tell you about uh, – I told you about it at the start of the show, but Rock Auto is a great company, and they're actually a, a family business, which is not what you think of when you think of, you know, companies that – distribute parts online but that's what rock auto is and they've been serving the community since 1950 and with all the makes and models now of vehicles it can be harder than ever to find exactly what you need for your car 
And Rock Auto is great because they have amazing selection that lets you compare manufacturers. They'll help you find exactly what you need for your car. And even someone who's kind of clueless like myself, I can navigate and find out what, what I need. But it's also good for people that are very well-versed in vehicles and how to fix it in maintenance. RockAuto.com, amazing selection, reliably low prices, nailed at that time. All the parts your car will ever need. They have a drop-down box when you get there and click on Locked On in the How Did You Hear About Us section so they know that we sent you. RockAuto.com. Segment number two of Locked On Horn Frogs coming your way. Uh, this is Locked On Horn Frogs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We wanted to bounce around and give you guys some Big 12 news and notes just from around the conference, both football and basketball-wise. Um, I used to do this weekly during football season and you know, sort of got away from that during basketball season, but wanted to update you from time to time on what's going on just around the conference and how it affects, you know, TCU. So a few things. We'll start with a football note that came down yesterday. Uh, Juwan Mitchell, who is a who was a linebacker for Texas, has entered the transfer portal. And, I mean, players are entering the transfer portal every day. So that in itself is not even really noteworthy, but... Uh, the reason I'm bringing it up is because he was their leading tackler last year. He had 72 tackles in 10 games. Um, now, Mitchell has done this before. He uh, His his career kind of reminds me of T.J. Stormett, who's now at Texas Tech. But he was a JUCO guy, and then he signed with Rutgers. And then he went from Rutgers to um, Texas. And now he's back in the portal again. And in between that, he visited Minnesota. I mean, he's just... He's someone who's had a hard time, to be frank, making up his mind and, and committing somewhere. But he was at UT for a full season and uh, did really well there. Again, led the team in tackles. He's listed as a junior inside linebacker. So I, these things happen with new coaching staffs. I don't know if it was just Steve Sarkeesian and that defense, that new defensive staff kind of said, hey, I'm not sure you're a good fit here. I don't know if this was Juwan just wanting to move on. Um, but it's it's odd that he would make the jump this fast. I mean, I guess you could say if you're going to make a move, you need to make it now. But spring ball, for UT, they had only gotten a couple practices in, and then they had to go on a pause because of COVID-19. They're supposed to get back to work today. Um, but anyway, he hadn't had many practices with this new staff. So it, it's just interesting that he wouldn't be a little more patient if he wasn't happy with his role or something like that, and see how this would play out over time. But uh, he's jumping in the portal, so he's going to at least test the waters. He can come back, but usually once you go in the transfer portal, that's a pretty good sign that you're gone, um, and the team takes that as a sign that, that hey, you're moving on and you're going to try something else. So uh, Juwan Mitchell, leading tackler for Texas, good linebacker there last season. He's going to enter the transfer portal, and... We'll see where he ends up. A couple Oklahoma basketball players are declaring for the NBA draft. Uh, Davion Harmon, who is a sophomore going into a junior year. Um, he's a guard from Denton Geyer. He averaged 12 points a game last year. Good shooter, though. Shot 47% from the field. He's going to test the waters in the NBA. It looks like he's not hiring an agent, though, so he could potentially come back um, if he doesn't like what his grade is. And NBA draft is July 29th. The withdrawal date is July 19th. So you can wait a while. I mean, you can go well into the summer and still go back to school 
if uh, if you don't end up liking you know potentially where you could end up in the NBA draft. But Davion Harmon, one of the leading scorers for Oklahoma, is in the transfer portal. And then another name that I'm sure TCU fans will be very excited to see in the NBA draft consideration pool is Austin Reeves. He declared for the NBA draft. Uh, guard for OU, he averaged 18 points a game last year. He's a great scorer, uh, a fantastic shooter, and he had some of his best games ever against TCU. I'm sure if he does get drafted, a lot of the highlight package will center around games that he had against the TCU Horn Frogs. It was ridiculous how he would score, um, so I wish him the best, and I hope that he is uh, picked and he gets out of there and TCU no longer has to face him because he really, really had their number uh, and took them down a couple times. They opened the season, the Frogs did, against Oklahoma in conference play, and that was one of the better games I think they played in conference. Looks like they were going to get a win at home, had a double-digit lead in the first half, and then Reeves just absolutely punked them down the stretch. And he did that uh, a couple seasons ago in Desmond Bain's last game at at, uh, at Shalemeyer Arena. He's just a, a really good player, and man, he's something else. So he is also the transfer portal. And then the final thing that I wanted to bring up, and I'm sure you all know, but Shaka Smart is at Marquette, which means the Texas job is open. And it, it seems like the Chris Beard to Texas train is gaining some steam. Um, today, there's a weird thing in his contract that the buyout actually goes down starting today. Starting this month, the buyout in his contract uh, lowers. So Texas will actually have to pay less money to get him out of his deal at Tech. But according to Viva the Matadors, which is the SB Nation site for Texas Tech, um, he is meeting with Texas today. So he's going to meet with them about that head coaching vacancy, and we'll go from there. Uh, it seems like, though, the possibility of Chris Beard at UT is getting stronger and stronger. Which, hey, we make fun of Texas a lot about just going out and getting the shiny new coach and expecting that to fix everything. But Chris Beard is a heck of a coach. I mean, I think we can all agree on that. Uh, and he's done, he did an amazing job at Tech, has done an amazing job at Tech resurrecting that program and taking it to heights that it's never been to before. So the potential of him at Texas is really scary to me, especially since that's his alma mater and a place that he's passionate about. It doesn't always work, but that feels like a slam, slam dunk of a hire. Um, and it would also show more of a commitment to basketball from the folks in Austin. So we'll see. But that rumor is, uh, is gaining steam. Chris Beard to Texas Apparently, they're meeting today about the potential job opening, and he'll have some questions for them. You know, what could that mean? Um, and I think it's a hard decision for him because, yes, it's Texas, and that's where he's from, and it'd be an amazing opportunity. But at the same time, like at Tech, he can write his own check. I mean, like, he's not going to get fired. Um, there's just he's established himself so well there. He's so beloved. I, I totally understand the appeal of going to Austin and getting that job, but why not stay at Texas tech and continue to build something? I don't know. We'll see. And maybe that is what he ultimately does. It just, it seems like the fact that they've been 
he's been on the radar for them for a long time. And Coach Beard has still not come out and said, no, I'm not really interested. And that tells me that he he is interested. And he's at least going to listen to what they have to say. And according to Viva the Matadors, which again is the SB Nation site for Texas Tech, the two sides are meeting about the vacancy today. So we'll see what happens there. That's some Big 12 notes for you. Uh, I want to tell you about betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Final Four coming up this weekend. And, um, you know, it's one of the most exciting times in the college sports season. Why don't you go to betonline.ag, look at the lines, look at the prop bets, try to make yourself some money. Again, they're your online sportsbook experts. They'll tell you exactly what you need to know to make smart wagers and, and, you know, try to start making some money today. If you go to betonline.ag and use the promo code LOCKEDON, you can get a 20% sign-up bonus. So use some of their money if you're not comfortable using yours. BetOnline.ag, sign up today. Also, I wanted to tell you about Built Bar. Built Bar is the most delicious protein bar on the planet. And let me, as I'm talking here, I want to look up. Built Bar is doing Built Bar Madness right now. And the championship round is here. And the matchup in the championship round is Cookie Dough Chunk and Coconut Brownie Chunk. And they're calling this the championship, by the way. Um, I'm going to roll with coconut brownie chunk. That is one of the best snacks I've ever had in my life. And I will fight to the death for coconut brownie chunk. I am team coconut brownie chunk for sure. But you can vote at BuiltBar.com or you can go to their Twitter page at BuiltBar and vote. And if you're sitting there and saying, Stephen, I don't understand what you're talking about with these flavors. I have no reference for them. Well, then go to BuiltBar.com today and buy some Built Bars. Pick out those flavors or find a flavor that you think you might like more. And if you use the promo code LOCKEDON20, you can get 20% off your next order or your first order. Get 20% off today. Go to BuiltBar.com. Find out what I tell you about every single day. Those great, delicious snacks. BuiltBar.com. Final segment here on Locked on Horn Frogs, your daily TCU podcast. Just wanted to let you know, um, tomorrow we'll have some coverage and some previews of this Oklahoma series for TCU baseball that's starting on Friday night, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Those teams get underway and play. Uh, today's also opening day for MLB, so um, happy opening day to all of you who are interested in that. I'm a suffering Rangers fan, so... I'm excited, but then I see that Kyle Gibson's our opening day starter, and I kind of lose some hope. Anyway, uh, we'll, we'll focus on TCU baseball, though, tomorrow. And we'll talk some spring football as well as we go into the weekend. I did want to mention, because I, I missed a show on Wednesday, um, TCU did defeat UTA on Tuesday, 5-3. to three, And it was a really good baseball game. Um, the Frogs, it was a bullpen day. They used six different pitchers. And Chuck King, Halen Green, Marcelo Perez all through, so... Some high leverage innings for those guys, which you don't always want that on a Tuesday, but since the bullpen didn't throw a lot over the weekend, or at least some of the um, big bullpen arms didn't throw over the weekend, I think it was good to get them some work and some high leverage situations. The Mavs are always a good team, a good program. Um, Some timely hitting from TCU on Tuesday night, and they end up getting a victory on the road 5-3. to So they've won six in a row. I think this is a critical series against Oklahoma. Um... All Big 12 series are, but next weekend you play Texas Tech. And, I mean, in Lubbock, like, if this team can take that series, then they are for real. But you could leave Lubbock with one win, and I think you you feel okay about things. 
So, with that being said, a tough task coming up really the next two weeks because I think they play Oklahoma State after that Tech series, who's also really good. Uh, you better be ready to, to win some games this weekend against an OU team that lost two out of three to Texas in their first series of the year. So we'll break all that down tomorrow. This has been Locked on Horn Frogs, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.